0: You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Bodju is the Senior Pastor of the Covenant Nation. But God demands at that point, and this is what I'm saying, now I've seen this, this is the point I'm getting to, people pray, people fast, people do a lot, and then you see some other people, alright, that might even have less knowledge, and all of that, and I see them do much better than people that have so much money. I have found it. The key to promotion is actually submission to God. It is the key to promotion. The Bible says, Jesus, why was he highly exalted? Because he was obedient even to the death of the cross. It's obedience to God. When things don't seem to be working the way you want them to work, that is the key to promotion. That is, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that he may lift you up in due season. Like someone said, Jesus said, that which I do now you know not, but you will understand hereafter. Which means you don't know what he is doing, because he's wiser than you, he's more intelligent than you. And so he's moving in your life, he says, hereafter you will understand. Hereafter, you will understand. I was telling somebody. I said this. Now, I was telling the person. I said the leaders of these centers are doing so well. Their entrepreneurial spirit, their approach to it, the, the way they've taken responsibility. So I told somebody close to me. I said, you know, that that is just in the last five years if this person was still around in this church, this person, this person, this person, I won't have picked these people. You will have been moved to go and pick these people. So when God was taking this person, this person, and you were wondering what was going on, and they walked up to you and said, listen to me, I'm leaving the church. You didn't know that God was delivering you. Are you following what I'm saying? Because he had people embedded. I mean, the person who heads the Abuja church was in the choir some months back. Choir. I didn't even know it was after I became a, that somebody that, that told me, so I, there are people embedded that, how would I have seen somebody inside the choir? I mean, how in the world will you see somebody in the choir? How do you do that? You take somebody from the choir, and, and everything is stable. How can you take someone from the choir? How? Where did the choir person, do you understand what I'm saying here? So God does certain things that you will not like, because the chastisement of God is grievous. But the Bible says when he starts, it says we were in subjection to the fathers in the flesh. When they corrected us, why don't you be in subjection to the father of spirits and leave? In other words, it didn't work the way in which I thought. But the Bible says there is no temptation that comes to you. That God all right, will not allow you to be tempted beyond that which you can handle. In other words, God in his sovereignty allowed it. So you go there and say, God, this must be for a purpose. I bow to you and I worship you. This is Christianity. This is what will open up the door. Alright? So what happens is, instead of that happening, people get angry with God. And I'm going to show this. They get offended. Now, the major reoccurring event... In those that are mightily used of God, what we have seen, and in Scripture, is that prior to a massive move of the Spirit in their lives, they go through the suffering and pain of being rejected by people. Anytime, this I'm going to say, God is in sovereignty, you start experiencing rejection, or you experience rejection from people, God, in his infinite wisdom, there has prepared you for something massive. All right? But submission to God in that rejection is the key. Even the prodigal son, the problem with us is rejection of men is the hallmark that God is repositioning you for something greater. But people take rejection personal, so they miss it. Just said, when they threw Jonah off the boat, if he took it personal, don't do even think that the prodigal son could have taken it personal. He left his father's house with great wealth. He spent it with people. Now he was in trouble. Those people didn't give him anything back. He could have been taking it personal that these people I gave money to. I, gave, I, gave, I gave, what well, my money I spent it with them. And my father's inheritance, I gave it to them. But he realized that people are not responding to me. He said, there's something wrong with me and heaven. They knew that it was time for a reposition. We take things too personal. Mm, mm, mm. All right? We take, that's the problem here. Everything, we personalize it. And that is what God is saying. He's saying that self is at the throne of your life. It has to be dethroned for Jesus to be there. So something happens here. We redefine ourselves. Everybody, all right, takes it unpersonal there. Our ego gets into the way. People are self-centered. It is that self-centeredness that God wants to remove in preparing for a mighty move of the Spirit. Now, Jesus said it this way in scripture. In Mark 8, chapter 27, verse 27. Sorry, Mark chapter 8, verse 27. This is what he said. Jesus went out and his disciples into the towns of Caesarea Philippi. And by the way, the disciples asked, he asked, who do men say that I am? And verse 28, some said, John the Baptist said, Elijah, one of the prophets. Verse 29, and he said unto them, but whom do you say I am? And Peter answered, thou art Christ. Now listen to what Jesus Jesus charged them that they should tell nobody of him, no man. Verse 31, and he began to teach. I hope you know that from the beginning of Jesus' ministry, he was rejected. The Pharisees, the holders of power, rejected him. Can you imagine Jesus taking a past now? That I'm, I'm taking a past now, I'm Pharisee. All right? Now look at what he said. He began to teach and to explain to them. He was teaching. So he was explaining this, how important it is. The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of elders, of chief, chief priests, scribes, and be killed And after three days, he shall rise again. In other words, the whole issue of the cross was the rejection of man for Jesus. When you're going through the cross there, before the resurrection, there is rejection. And the issue is Jesus, when he was rejected, humbled himself and was obedient even to the death of the cross. All right? In other words, um, listen, so you understand. Everybody goes, uh, one day when I started this ministry, I was going to see my friends. People I would have thought when I was starting the ministry, these are the people that would have come, all right, to the church. Can you imagine going to see them, hoping that they will one day come, still come? So you are still going to visit them. I was outside their room in Jaja Hall there University of Lagos. And I heard a conversation. No one wants to knock. And they said, listen to me, it's just a crack opportunity. God didn't send him to do anything he was going to do. Do you know, I could not knock. (laughs) I had to wait for them to change the conversation for about five minutes. Then I knocked. But even that shows weakness. Once they said that you should turn around, and that's the last time you should be there, and go and face God. But what was God doing? I was still without old wineskin. skin. For no man having tasted the old immediately says the new is better. So we always gravitate back to that old thing. And God says, listen, it's only through rejection I can get you out of this thing. It's only through this I can get you out. All right? So he begins. So that's a sign. So he says in Mark right, 8, verse 31. So he says, in verse, and began to teach that he will suffer many things. And in verse 32, he now talked about all right verse 31 he said he will suffer many things and then on the third day he shall rise again now if you go to so you suffer the book of Hosea, chapter 6 and verse 1 this third day thing you'll see it here again now just read here come let us return to the lord for he has torn and he will heal us he has smitten he will bind us up verse 2 after two days he will do what revive us On the third day, he will do us, raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. Verse 3, he said, and we shall know. If we follow on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning. He shall come to us as the rain, the former and latter. Before that, there was tearing. Before that, all right, things were happening that, and what was, he says he will heal. That means you were wounded. Where did the wounds come from? The wounds came from the way people treated you that's how you got wounded all right but god says listen this is true this is the process here now, you go and soak yourself in my presence, all right? That's the water. Just be worshiping me. Submit yourself and understand that you are going through. This is the hand of the Lord that is upon me, and he is repositioning me for something else. And you are there, and as you start worshiping God, when I get to it, says, you start getting healed of all of that. You rediscover that you, you, God has your source, that you have made people your source and all of that and you rediscover that, and you start worshiping him. Then after some time, you are ready now for that next move, and he will put you in position. Isaiah 54, verse 6 and 7. he says this, I called you, the Lord has called you as a woman forsaken, grieved in spirit, a wife of thy youth, when thou was what refused, said the Lord. All right? For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies have I gathered. So you go under his hand, don't take it personal. Alright? It's because that's why it says, let the lame foot be healed rather than being turned out of the way. Healed from what? A wound. That's why people get turned out of the way. That's why they say, oh, this thing, I don't understand God. I don't understand what's going on. And I'm like, why should I be treated this way? You're taking it personal. I'm taking it personal. Alright? Alright? Mark 12, verse 10. Have you not read this scripture? The stones the builders rejected has become the chief the head of the corner. Next verse. This was the Lord's doing and is marvelous in our eyes. Two things are the Lord's doing. No, not that He just became the head corner. The rejection too. That is, there is the sufferings of Christ and the what? Glory that will follow. Paul said that I might know him in the fellowship of his sufferings. Which means I participate in his sufferings. You cannot participate in rejection, in in glorification, if you will not identify with him in suffering. So you get, I'm telling you that this is the mystery the missing link. People get back when they say, listen, there is no job for you. We are sorry, go. You go back and submit yourself to God and worship him that that door was closed. Let me tell you, it will not, you know what will first happen? you'll first get healed of that wound. Then the resurrection will come. And when you are healed of that wound, rejection doesn't do anything to you again. You are free. Which means that when men, the way men talk about it, opinions of men doesn't count. All right? You are internally, all that one that they are throwing you up and down, it doesn't count. Like one great man of God said, he said, let me just read it here properly. I'm sure you know when he's made the statement. He said, When God does what you want and you agree and obey, when it's convenient for you is cooperation. When it's not convenient is what is called submission. What people are doing is cooperation. It's not time to submit. The Bible says the, the holy men of God spake as they were moved. It says prophecy did not come by the will of man, but they spoke as they were moved by the Spirit. That is, if it has to go your own will, you'll never see the move of the Spirit. You can't be in control. The, the world doesn't revolve around you. All right? Isaiah 49.5 here. And now say I the Lord that formed me from my womb. And that's why God will share. I mean, if you have your doctrine, mean, I remember one time when school, you know, we're preaching word of faith. We're preaching word of faith. I know he said, he healed the sick. God, so a friend of mine, he was even like a leader in another fellowship. He was sick, you know, up there for, for almost six to eight weeks. He was in bed, sick. Finally, he came out. One day he came to meet me. He said, he said, Pastor, he said, I said, what? He said, I preach it. He said, but I was sick. I prayed, I confessed, I prayed. He said, nothing happened. One day, I looked at the scripture and he says, if anybody has committed any sins in James, he shall be forgiven. He said, I looked at it and suddenly it struck me that I need to confess some sins. He said, I confessed it and I got healed. He said, leave this thing we are saying. You can't take it away from you. That's why when you have defined your doctrine and... And God wants to shake you out of that thing so that you can receive a fresh inflow. Things will be happening. You will practice everything you know. It will work. Then you say, open the Bible again. You open. Some scriptures you have never looked at that way will jump at you. Cha! This is what I'm saying. You will turn. No. My doctrine doesn't. You say, wait there. You turn over here again. Another scripture will come again. Bah! You look at it. Nobody has taught you that thing. But that's what the Bible is saying to you. Are you following me? Isaiah 49, 5, here 7. Nobody runs into trouble without somebody having one them. They just didn't hear. I'm telling you, somebody said something you just did not hear. It could even be a janitor that told you something. Is that what I say? Alright. So people that have the spirit, they are strong once they take the position. But to take that position, they listen well. But once they've seen the position, they are strong on it. So they mix strength and weakness. Isaiah 49 here, verse 5 to 7. And now say the Lord that formed thee from the womb. So the problem is you are struggling with God, I'm telling you. That's the only thing. Because you think that that thing, that you you must have it. All right? Say the Lord that formed thee from the womb. To be his servant. To bring Jacob again. Though Israel be not gathered, which means they rejected you. Yet shall I be glorious in the eyes of the Lord, the Lord shall be my strength. He said, it's a light thing for you to raise up my servant, to raise up the tribes of Jacob, to restore the preserve of Israel. I will give you as a light to the Gentiles, you will be my salvation to the ends of the earth. But look at verse 7, he says, "Thus here the Lord, this is the same person, the Redeemer of Israel to the Holy One, to him man what? Despise To him whom the nation what? Abhorreth. To so a servant of rulers, which means you were once despised. Abhorred. He says kings will see you and arise. But the problem is when they were despising you, you were taking in personal. I say it's God. All right? Let's, yeah. Princes shall worship because the Lord is faithful. The Holy One of Israel shall choose you. Even be too narrow by reason of the inhabitants. They that swallowed thee up shall be far away. Verse 20, the children which thou shalt have after you have lost them shall say in thy ears, this place is too small for us. Give place that we may dwell. God said, I lifted up my hand. But for him to do that, verse 13, this is the key. He said, if you can go back and read the whole chapter, sing, O heavens, and be joyful, O earth. Break forth into singing, O mountains, for the Lord has comforted and will have mercy on his afflicted. Verse 14, but Zion said, the Lord has forsaken me. Which means you think that in those actions God has forsaken you. You don't know those actions are God's faithfulness towards you. You see, your problem is that you are defining God by how you feel. In other words, he didn't make me feel right. Doesn't mean that it's not God. I'm telling you a secret. Oh. I'm telling you a secret. So I want to say something. Whether you're happy or not is the truth, is what I practiced. Okay? What, this rejection of men, they, 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 they submit. Is God? Oga is God. Are you following? Is God? The stones, the builders rejected, will become the head. But you have to take it as the doing of the Lord. They told you to leave the office. You don't want to again. Is God? The same way they carry Jonah and threw him. Isn't it God? Wait. When they threw Jonah, wasn't it God? Why those people did not tell Jonah? Just take Jonah. they they didn't say, find another boat. They were not nice. We shouldn't they find another boat going the other way. Shouldn't they be at least nice about it? How can you take a human being and throw him? And you know when they threw him, you know they didn't see him again because the the fish swallowed him. That means they went with a conscience, continued rowing that he's out of, he has died, that's better for us. Do you get what I'm saying? So people say, can you imagine? Nobody even called me from the office to check how I was. That's where God is moving. If they are still calling, it's not complete. When <laughs> that's God, that's on your birthday. I remember these people; they didn't even call you on your birthday. And you say I invested. I go and read Isaiah forty-nine from the kitchen. I pray, is God? Go and worship Him. construct that song. You, they didn't call me on my birthday. <laughs> Hallelujah! You orchestrate. You understand? What I'm They're singing this way mania The God of all greatness, who stopped them from calling me in the morning and in the evening, and I feel this pain, oh Lord. You are laughing. It's fear. I worship you, Lord. They said I should not come back after my presentation. Mendras I bought him lunch, dinner. But he walked away with Anita. (laughs) Lord, I thank you. So I close by saying this. In preparation for a mighty move of the Spirit in your life, you must offer what the Bible calls the sacrifice of praise. Humble yourself the mighty, under the mighty hand of the Lord, so He lifts you up in due season. How can we offer this type of praise? Hebrews thirteen fifteen tells us, "A sacrifice." It says, "By Him, let us offer the sacrifice of praise continually." The fruit of our lips giving thanks to His name. A sacrifice means death. Something dies. In the Old Testament, an animal dies. Here, self-centeredness dies. You sacrifice your judgment, which means your judgment. You sacrifice your opinion, your own evaluation of what is good and right, and praise God for all things, including the good, including the bad, the way you see it, and what is indifferent. Almost everyone has been a victim of circumstances and situations which to him or her judgment seems unfortunate and painful. Conditions in which we can see no good, only evil. It is humanly impossible to see anything beneficial, any, any beneficial purpose, how any beneficial purpose can be solved by those circumstances. That is when you offer the sacrifice of praise. The only time you can truly offer this sacrifice is when things are truly going wrong. For it is only then, only then one is called to die to his own opinion to his own judgment, and to himself. Is, the Bible didn't just say, in all things, give thanks. It says, for all things. Ephesians 5.24, He says, giving thanks always, not just sometimes, for all things, to God the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. The landlord said, I've sold the house. Get out of my house. I'm telling you if you give thanks for the humiliation you received from the landlord, you will enter into that next season, which is where you build your own house. Yeah. You may not have the money, but what just happens is that's how it happens. All right? People that build build with no money, you just don't know, It's because they made that mental shift. It's time for me to build a house. Do you know how many times I just don't want, I don't, I just give thanks for it. So I learned my lesson. When God promotes you, don't demote yourself. They came to meet you, come and buy car. You say, no, no, car, 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 car. I don't, I don't, I don't want everybody to be looking at me on the road, uh, Jeep. I don't want anybody. I'm a very humble person. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy five years time that thing you now start sweating to get it when they brought it to you do you understand father in the name of jesus i pray for every single person grant them inner strength lord and grace to be able to humble themselves under your mighty hand that that season of lifting will bring supernatural lives in their lives in jesus name amen god bless you all. this podcast is brought to you by the covenant nation For more information, visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.